Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Driver Podcast. My name is James Rea. I'm an automotive columnist for Bay Area News Group, and I have published and edited the website theweeklydriver.com since 2004. My friend uh, for 20 plus years now is Bruce Aldrich. He's the co-host of our podcast. I think now we're well into our third year. And today we have on as a guest uh, Bill Mayer, who is uh, runs a new website, a wonderful concept. And the website has one of the greater names I've seen in a long time. It's just called That'sAniceCar.com. So, Bill, welcome to our podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Sure. Uh, thank you. Bill, could you just take us through maybe an overview of the site, um, how, it, uh, how the idea was formed, um, and what the whole idea of the, of the site is? Sure. Yeah, I'd be I'd be glad to. Um, I like to tell the story because I, uh, you know, I'm a car guy and and so I like to talk about cars. And I've been working on this concept for a while. So um, uh, first, uh, the way I came up with the name is is really just because it's a you know it's kind of a common understatement that I hear car guys make. You know, uh, I'm at, let's say I'm at a cars and coffee and you know, I'm standing next to a, you know, a beautiful Ferrari or Lamborghini or something. And, and, and somebody will sort of nod their head a little bit and say, that's a nice car. So that, <laughs> that's kind of the genesis of the, the name of the, of the website. That's a nice car. <clears throat> and, um, I, I think a lot of people kind of, kind of chuckle when they, when they hear that. Absolutely. So, um, so, uh, like I said, I'm a, I'm a car guy like you guys are. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and so for, you know, for 15 or 20 years now, um, I've been looking at cars online, you know, ever since, uh, auto trader switched from magazines and in racks and car washes. I'm, I know I'm dating myself a little bit here, but ever, ever since uh, auto trader switched from a magazine format uh, to an online format, I spend a lot of time looking at uh, cars on Auto Trader and other sites like Auto Trader. I assume you guys do that too. Yes, of course, we sure did. And I outdate you, I guess, because I was uh, looking at cars and like road and track before Auto Trader <laughs> even started printing. So <laughs> we're we're really dating ourselves. I, I, I get it. It's fun to look. <laughs> exactly, it's fun to look. So. Um, so I was doing that, and uh, at the time, ten, you know, 15 years ago or so, I was really interested in classic cars, and um, and I had a hard time finding classic cars for a while. Uh, you know, there was there weren't any uh, there weren't any websites um, really uh, devoted to classic cars, um, and I may have my dates a little bit wrong, but I think even 15 years ago. Uh, you really couldn't find um, websites that were that were only classics. There were some classic car dealers, uh, a lot of them in the Midwest, that had a pretty big selection. But I don't think Auto Trader Classics existed then. I don't think ClassicCars.com existed then. So anyway, at some point they didn't exist, and I I remember being frustrated when I'm looking for a classic car. So as time went on. Uh, the classic car segment of the used car marketplace, um, you know, emerged. And we got sites like like Auto Trader Classics and ClassicCars.com. Uh, so I'm, I'm watching all this. 
um, just as part of my hobby, uh, looking at cars. And I'll admit, I, I bought a few classics um, uh, and had fun with them and, and worked on them. I usually buy them and have fun with them, work on them and keep them for a year or so and then, and then sell them. But um, so I started to develop an interest in, um, in, you know, exotic cars and supercars. Um, and I, I know you guys have, um, you know, you're, you've written some articles about exotic cars and supercars. So I, I, I assume you sort of have that segment in your mind also. Oh sure. yes. You sure. So, Two things happened as I was sort of uh, sort of making this observation about the used car marketplace went from uh, not segmented at all to one defined market segment, which is classic cars. Uh, but then what was happening around me in the real world, so to speak, is I was starting to see exotic cars uh, much more regularly. Uh, you know, 15, 20 years ago, maybe even 10 years ago, you just almost never saw a Ferrari or a Lamborghini or an Aston Martin, uh, you know, driving down the road or parked in a parking lot. And increasingly starting, uh, you know, within the past 10 years ago, you do, uh, you start seeing them more often. Um, and you know, there's probably a lot of reasons for that, but including sort of accessibility of those cars and, um, you know, a variety of things. So, it started to occur to me that if there was another segment of the used car marketplace that, uh, that needed to be segmented the way the classic car, uh, segment had, had, had evolved. Um, it's, it's supercars and exotic cars. Cause you know, they're really a different purchase, um, sure. than, a, than, than just a used car. Sure. You have a lot of McLaren, Ferrari, the high end AMG, you could go on down the list. Uh, you got them on your site. We do have, so we have those cars on our site. Um, and uh, like I say, I think, you know, just like a buyer of a classic car is probably not buying it to, for it to be their daily driver. They probably are buying it because they, at least in part, because they think it's beautiful. You know, they appreciate it on a, on a sort of an aesthetic level. Um, they might be like me and also like to work on them. Um, and so sort of along those same lines, you know, buying an exotic car is, a is, a people are making that's different from buying the cars that we, you know, drive to school and work and, and, and drive our kids around in it. It's a, it's a purchase that you make because it's a, it, it's a, it's a, it's a work of genius and art, you know, all wrapped up into one. You bet. Sure it is, and, and you get to drive it. And you get to drive it, and you get to sit in it. Yep. <laughs> uh, and I, I bet you guys have had a couple of cars that, that you've sat in in your garage. I'll, I'll admit I've done that. Yep. Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, some, some of the cars, you, just, so, you can just sit in a lawn chair and stare at it. Yeah, I think, and, and the work of exactly. art, you mentioned work of art, and that's certainly, uh, I've used that, you know, in some reviews where it's, it is. It's just artwork, and uh, completely impressed by it. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, almost anybody, even people who are not car people, you know, will, will double take a, a beautiful vehicle. You know, Aston Martins, I think, are particularly beautiful. Um, but, you know, all the other exotics, um, uh, 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 you know, people, people, people stop and stare. Um, so, 
anyway, so for those sort of you know reasons that are sort of analogous to why the the classic car market got segmented, um, it made sense to me to segment the the exotic and supercar market. And there's some other things that that sort of pushed me in that direction, including that they're just more accessible. You know, more people are able to buy them. Some of the older ones. Uh, I actually was looking at a 2005. Uh, Aston Martin DB9 the other day that I think was selling for about $40,000. Um, you know, so if you want an exotic car, you can get into the exotic car market, uh, you know, for for something a lot of people can figure out how to afford in one way or another. Don't say chump change, but <laughs> you know, compared to many it, of your cars, still, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're still not chump change, no. that's for sure. But, well, we'll say that forty yeah. grand is a funny. It's funny that you say that because now the, it's I think it's the first time in well January uh, this year the average price of a new car went over forty thousand for the first time. So you can uh, buy a DB nine uh, or a brand new forty thousand dollar car average. A Yaris. Or, or, or a Yaris. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, yours. Yours. Yeah, but if if you but uh, but if you buy the, the you know the Honda Accord for forty grand, you only have to put you know four hundred dollars in the bank for maintenance, and that that Aston Martin is uh, is is going to get you there. So. Oh, you bet. Yeah. yeah. So there, there's that. There's that. So anyway, so um, so I when I decided to 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 set up that's a nice car, um, I. I uh, did it by really by developing the website. I found a great uh, developed website guy uh, who I've become friends with. And, you know, we ended up just spending hours uh, on the phone um, uh, and uh, talking about how to set up this site and how to appeal to buyers who are in this marketplace and, you know, what those buyers want and what those sellers want. Um, and I, I, I think we're, I think we're, we're doing a good job of, uh, of providing that service. So, you know, it's a, it's, it's a different experience than you would have like on auto trader, for example. Uh, and it's, it's all tailored around, uh, what I think people who are buying these cars and, you know, there are a lot of the cars on the site are, uh, expensive, you know, in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, but there's a market for people. Uh, there's a market of people who buy them. And, uh, and so we've targeted that market and, and, you know, we would like to be the uh, classiccars.com or the, the auto trader uh, for exotic cars. Bill, what do you think uh, many of your, your sellers, I assume have come from like auction houses. Maybe they've, failed they didn't make the reserve or what have you what are the pitfalls of auction houses versus what you, you have created here well you know it's interesting that you asked that question because um i i gave a lot of thought to to this issue when i was designing what i refer to as the business plan for that's a nice car so you know the the issue with auctions and uh you know, the two main auction sites really uh, for used cars are uh, Bring a Trailer, uh, and they started as a classic car uh, auction site, although they do have some newer cars on their site now, uh, and eBay, which is agnostic as to the type of car. Um, you know, they, they, uh, the, the issue is that the seller uh, loses a little bit of control. Um, you, you can, you can set a reserve price, uh, and, and so that, so, you know, you, if nobody reaches your reserve, then you don't have to sell the car. 
but if you're really participating in an auction in the traditional sense, then you sell the car to the highest bidder and, you know, you hope that whatever that bid is, is, is going to be, you know, market price for your car. Sure. Uh, um, and, and yeah, go ahead. I was no. thinking live auction, you know, Meekum, something like that. What, so what was the question around uh, like a what, live what are, why would a why would a guy or what are the advantages of your site over taking it to Meekum? Well, one, one of the a other couple big... of advantages. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of advantages. One is that you know Meekum, Barrett Jackson, um, those other auction houses um, are expensive. They're they're you know they're expensive for both the buyer and the seller. Uh, are putting on an event. Uh, and people are attending the event partly just to be at the event. Uh, and so there are a lot of costs associated with that and also, um, you know, logistics involved in getting the car there and whatever else is necessary to just participate in a, you know, a big event with a lot of people and a, and a lot of vehicles. So, and again, you, you know, once you participate in the auction process, I don't know if you watch those on TV, but, you know, then as soon as the car goes up for bid, the seller is really pressured to uh, sell the car, to remove the reserve if they have a reserve on it. Um, you know, as soon as the bidding slows down, the auction house is very interested in in uh, in moving the car because they are all they're selling cars, but they're also running an event. So that's what I mean by the seller loses a bit, a little bit of control. Um, and I, but the other side of that coin is that you know the traditional method that we buy and sell used cars, like on Auto Trader, is that we negotiate around a fixed price. And I think a lot of sellers are frustrated by that, and, and, and buyers. Um, you know, the, the, the seller indicates what they think the car is worth. The buyer, sometimes the buyers will lowball. Uh, a lot of buyers are not real buyers. And, and so, you know, that can go on for a long period of time, and, and can, there can be a lot, of, a lot of frustration there. I so saw- when I designed those... Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, I saw two prices on your on your website, and that, I was intrigued. So you're, you're just going to explain that yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. So I decided to try to make a, a sort of a hybrid of the auction process and the what I call the fixed price uh, process. So fundamentally, that's a nice car sells cars for a fixed price. Fundamentally, it's not an, in other words, it's not an auction. It isn't, the seller is never required to sell the car, period, let alone to the highest bidder. Okay. But what we do, but what we do is we post the car with a price that we cut with a value range. So we try to, we try to value the, you know, and these, since these cars are selling for a lot of money, a lot of times the value range is bigger. So we try to, we try to establish a range like, you know, 220 to $245,000. And that, you know, anywhere in that range um, is a reasonable price for the car, uh, you know, depending on various factors, the location of the car and how much the buyer wants it and how bad the seller wants to sell it and how well it's been taken care of and, you know, some other criteria. And again, you know, we're, we're talking about genius and art here. We're not talking about daily drivers. So we set a a value range so that buyers and sellers can negotiate within that value range instead of um, instead of either being forced to sell it to the highest bidder, whatever that price is, and instead of 
you know, setting a fixed price and just getting a bunch of offers that may be meaningless. That, I that see. explains it to and me. And I think I heard. I didn't understand it first, but now I got it. Yeah. And I understand when you when you sign up as a buyer or a seller, you get your own dashboard, if you will, to that vehicle, so you can see other offers. Is that correct? That's right. So, so one of the so I, I borrow from the auction concept the idea that the that the car is listed for a limited period of time. I I, I renew the listings on that's a nice car. Uh, if they don't sell, but the idea is that they that they're listed for a, a typically a 30-day period, and during that 30 days, the seller has a dashboard on our site and can see any offer that's made on the car, and anybody who's made an offer on a car can see everybody else's offer. So over a 30-day period, a seller might get four, five, six different offers on the car. And can can compare the offers and evaluate them, and and so you're saying, well, how do you just, you know how do you compare them? Well, the way that you compare them is that when you make an offer on a car on our site, you not only indicate the price you're willing to pay, you indicate whether or not you're willing to make a deposit um, within 24 or 48 hours, um, uh, whether you're going to pay cash for the car or finance it, um, how long it's going to take you to essentially close the transaction. I mean, you know, these are very large transactions involving a lot of money. So, you know, are you going to, are you going to be able to, to, to close the transaction within five days or is it going to take you 30 days? Um, and also how are you going to acquire the car? Are you going to send a truck? Or are you going to pick it up in person? Um, so again, it gives the seller, you know, the, some criteria to evaluate an offer, you know, a, a seller might decide that, they will take a little bit less money from somebody who's going to send a large deposit within 24 or 48 hours and close the transaction in 10 days, as opposed to a higher price from somebody who doesn't want to send a deposit and needs 30 days to acquire. I see. And, uh, well, that's all, that's all good stuff to know. Do the buyers ever want to see the car before, or is it 50-50, or do you know? Uh, a lot of buyers want to see the car. Uh, we had a car just recently where I talked to the seller and the buyer, uh, the guy who bought the car, uh, the car was in Arizona and the guy, the buyer was in Chicago and the buyer, uh, got on an airplane and flew to Arizona and looked at the car and drove the car and shook the seller's hand and got on an airplane that same day and flew home. Wow. I'd drive uh, home. And, you know, that's I would drive a, home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, and then the, and you know, a, a closed transportation truck come uh, pick up the car a few days later. So, you know, all of that kind of points out how different it is when you're buying and selling these vehicles. You know, you're, you're not going to, nobody, nobody jumps on an airplane and drives to a different city for a, you know, a daily driver. You don't no, do no, not so much. Bill, uh, two things going back five minutes or so. And by the way, I think it's a good place to say that we're talking to Bill Mayer uh, with a new website. Um, that's a nice car.com. And But uh, five minutes ago, you used the word agnostic, and I think we've had 180 episodes, and I don't think ever, anybody's ever used the word agnostic. So whatever that means, thanks for using that <laughs> word. I like it. You usually don't hear it in the context of what we're <laughs> there we go. Of, of cars, so it's great. Um, Bill, could you give us a, just some... some, some <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, agnostic. Could you just give her... When did, when did the site launch? Um, what What has the experience been? We all know that... Whether it's a my site, which is an independent site, or 
you know, the other sites that I so-called compete with, which I really don't, Edmonds and Kelly Blue Book, and so the, the big uh, car review sites. I'm an independent site. You have mm-hmm. your niche. What has your experience been with the site so far? When did it launch? And and um, have your expectations been met? And, and what has been the the uh, experience like overall so far? What What's it like working with a, a, a website? Uh, we have had a great uh, experience, and, and that there's a couple of reasons for that. One is uh, my partner, Andrew Sparrow, is just a tremendous guy and has, you know, all the skills that I don't have. And uh, I was sort of at a plateau uh, developing the site and looking for a, a, a co-founder and thought I would never find one. And then Andrew and I found each other, and, and that's it, it's just worked out really well. Um, and so since we lost the, uh, launched the site in January, um, I'm very pleased that we have had nothing but positive feedback uh, I, I really have not had a single person, um, you know, sort of be, uh, have any negative comments or criticisms of the site. Uh, what we are um, still working on is uh, just getting enough traffic to the site. Uh, pardon the pun, the puns are impossible to avoid. Yes, yes of um, course. Driving, dr- driving, driving traffic to the site. A double uh, pun in one sentence. Pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, you know, to to get more exposure for the the you know the beautiful automobiles that we we have. So uh, we're developing our Instagram following. We're developing our Facebook following, um, and we have plans in place to uh, you know do a very sort of um, specific marketing um, push uh, within the next thirty days or so which will involve adding a lot more cars to the site and um, uh, developing our affiliate relationships. We do have some great affiliates now, and some, uh, a few of our affiliates are really excited about promoting the site and, and really sort of partnering with us. And, you know, car guys are, car guys are like that. Everybody gets excited about the cars, and, um, and, and those guys have gotten excited about this site, and it's just been a, it's just been a just a ton of fun, just a great experience. And you're also talking to uh, the bottom feeders of all this is two journalists. So we, yes. you know, we'll, we'll help as we can, <laughs> you know, <laughs> journalism. I mean, I, I think journalism maybe, and uh, I can't think of one, one thing that's any, uh, being a lawyer or a journalist, I think are easy, right at the bottom of the, of the bucket right now in terms of um, how they're perceived, but we'll do our share on our side too. Well, I'm going to, then, then I'm going to admit to you that I am a lawyer by training. I thought so, yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> so there you go. I've got one of those in my there family, so I completely understand. Hey, Bill, I wanted to cover a couple of different areas. Um, uh, it's actually a double question. Do you have any cars uh, personally now that, that you would also, not that you would sell them, but a car that do you have an exotic uh, that you own? And, and two, are there cars out there that you have... I can't use a good pun, but I'm going to say bucket list cars that you'd like to have. How about a Pagani? Do you want to sell a Pagani, or do you want to sell some other car that you say, God, I wish I could get one of those on the site? Yeah. So I don't have uh, an exotic car uh, right now. I have um, a sort of ebb and flow with cars, and uh, I have, uh, and I'm sort of ebbing right now, and, and, and there's a couple of reasons for that. One is a couple of years ago, I bought a a truck. And, uh, I found that I just absolutely love driving the truck, which is kind of ironic since I've always loved cars and driven so many, so many different cars. 
Uh, and the other thing is I have uh, son, twin boys who are 17 years old, and it was time for them to get cars. And so I'm, I've, I've sort of focused on them. Great. And, and uh, I drive my truck, and uh, so I don't have an exotic right now. Um, I am seriously considering uh, uh, an older uh, uh, Mercedes AMG. Uh, however, they made um, a twin turbo V12 for a few years. Uh, that's really just a just it's just an amazing uh, vehicle. Um, so, so I'm I'm always in the market. Uh, I'll put it that way. And um, and then with respect to the bucket list, there is a car on the bucket list, and that is a Ford uh, GT. Okay, that's a nice uh, car. You have one on uh, your site, don't you? Or, or is it the original? Uh, we do. Okay. Yeah, we do. We have one on the site. You know, our site is uh, is generally. I say generally because we make exceptions, but generally it's limited to exotic cars and supercars that are less than 10 years old. But we always make the exception for the 2005, 2006 Ford GTs. That's, that's a, that's a fixed exception that we will always uh, observe. And, and I just, I, I just think that's a tremendous car. Um, I would love to have a Pagani. I took a trip to Italy where I went and visited all the, you know, supercar manufacturers there and car museums and, and did get a chance to tour the Pagani factory and, and what an experience that was. Um, so, hey, uh, Bill, and, and as you guys know, they, they actually use Mercedes AMG engines in their car. That's right. So, yes. Yep. What happens after yeah. 30 days, Bill, uh, you have a, um, uh, talking with you now and with Andrew, uh, a couple of times now, what happens mm-hmm. after 30 days of when the car's on the site and, you know, if it sells, that's great. If it doesn't sell, then what's the next step? Well, if it doesn't sell, we always uh, will just offer uh, the seller the opportunity to extend the listing. Yes. Um, and and then we also, you know, talk about whether or not uh, the value range is realistic. Um, and, and, you know, if the seller wants to change the value range, then we'll change it. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, I wanted to avoid is another sort of issue that comes up with auction houses, which is, um, you know, it, it, they have to approve your reserve price. Like if you're listing a car and bring a trailer, if you want to set the reserve too high, they won't list the car. And um, I wanted to make sure that the seller stayed in control of the process. So I don't have any set criteria for what the value range is. I'll, I'll, I'll give my advice. Um, if the seller asks for my advice and of course, if the car's not selling, then, you know, often that's the case. Although sometimes it's some other factor like the, like the, you know, maintenance isn't done or, you know, you know, needs brakes. And that's, that can be very expensive on these cars or, or there's not enough history on the car. You know, there's some issue, uh, but often it's the price. So when we get to 30 days, we look at the value range. Um, we look at the, uh, we make sure that we've got the right words in the posting that describe the car and uh, that we've got the right pictures so, you know, buyers can really see the car uh, and get a really good feeling for it. And uh, then we, you know, we renew the listing. We're, we're, we're focused on, on sellers and buyers equally. Okay. Do you think someday you'll uh, move into, say, the uh, classic exotics like Testarossa from the 60s or... Uh uh, Mercedes Gullwing, different cars, older cars. Uh, Are you going to just stay yeah, away from I, them I, for now? Yeah, no, I, I don't think so. I and and you know, I 
and in fact, I'm sure we, we will not. Um, and, and the reason is that a classic car buyer, even an exotic classic car, is, is, is a different buyer. It's a different market, okay. uh, I think. And I'm trying to be, um, uh, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, to stay in my lane. There's, there, okay, <laughs> there's another got it. pun. Pun number uh, three. Way to know, go, I, Bill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, and I think it's important. Uh, you know, this is, it, it, what I would like is I would like for the car community to know that if you're looking for a relatively new exotic or supercar, oh, you, you, the, you know, you just go to That's a Nice Car. That's where you find those cars. And, and, and frankly, Bring a Trailer has done that for classic cars. You know, a lot of car guys know that, oh, if you're looking for a nice classic, including some exotic classics, you know, ch- check out Bring a Trailer. They may have one there. Okay. So yeah. that's our identity, and, and we're, we're going to – we will stick with it. Bill, I suppose it's a good time uh, to ask. Uh, currently on the site, give us a few examples of what's available. Well, um, we've got a couple of my – favorite cars on Please. the site we as you mentioned we have the, we have the ford uh gt yes uh we have um i tell you the the car that is the on the home page is a ferrari 599 gtb uh which is also for sale one of the cars for sale on the site that car uh is owned by a guy uh here in san diego uh, named Gary Bobbleaf, who owns uh, Bobbleaf Motors, and he's one of the only factory-authorized uh, Lamborghini. Uh, this car's a Ferrari, but he he works on Ferraris and Lamborghinis, and he's one of the authorized Lamborghini representatives, and is a concourse judge. And um, you know, it's a tremendous car owned by a, a guy who is a car guy through and through. So that's a that's a nice car. Mm-hmm. There's there's another pun for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Four. The, there's you also are, a, you keep sneaking those in. What you? were you like in the courtroom, man? What were you like when you had to go before the judge? <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, there's a Ferrari five nine nine GTO on yes. the site, which is a very, really a very rare car. Uh, well, uh, you know, there's they they only made a, a few of them, and only a few of them got. Uh, uh, made it ever made it to the United States. Um, so that's a, that's a beautiful car. There's a 2012, um, SLS Mercedes SLS Roadster. Uh, that's really impressive. The owner's a wonderful guy and has taken great, great care of the car. Um, uh, so, you know, those I, are good I, examples. Great. As yeah. I go through our, as I go through the site, uh, I just, you know, every car, I think, uh, boy, that's beautiful. And what a terrific car that is. And, uh, gee, I'd, I'd like to have that one. So, uh, so we've got, we've, we've got just some great cars, uh, great owners, great sellers. Uh, and, and actually the very first car you'll find on the site, if you go to cars for sale is, uh, probably also one of my bucket list cars. It's a Ferrari GTC four Lusso, um, uh, this particular one is a 70th anniversary. Um, it, it's a tailor-made car, so it's a throwback, really, to the to the Ferrari that uh, that Tom Selleck drove in that old TV series Magnum PI. You bet. Yes. Uh, it's red with a black roof, um, and and really just a just a tremendous car in all ways. One of the fun things about the GTC4 Lusso is that it has 
a screen uh, uh, in front of the passenger um, that will tell the passenger a whole variety of information, everything from um, you know navigation to how many g how many how many g's the car is pulling. Uh, so it that that's a that's a that's a great feature of that car, I think. That's interesting. You got a nice uh, group of McLarens on there too, which I like. Yes, uh, McLarens are 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 really popular and and they're beautiful cars and they're tremendous. And and I think uh, among the supercars and exotic cars on the market today, McLarens um, can, are are one that can really pretty successfully be a daily driver. You know, That's right. They they are very yeah. Uh, the McLaren has sort of designed them that way. You know they want people to to drive them, not just uh, uh, have them sitting in the garage. So yeah, McLaren is a is a wonderful car. Another daily driver I saw on there was the um, the C4 or excuse me the the brand new the C8 uh, Corvette. Yeah. It was it 2020? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's a 2020. Um, you know I. I have always loved uh, Corvettes, um, but in until this new one, uh, I felt like uh, the Corvette brand was uh, on the fence between you know muscle car and supercar, and so I was delighted, uh, frankly, when they when they picked a side, and I'm I'm happy that they that they picked the supercar side. So, you know, they they redesigned the car. It's a mid-engine. Um, it is it is the it's the best performance per dollar that you can that you can you know that you can buy, um, and it's a wonderful you know made made in America supercar. I just love it. For what it's worth, um, I had a chance to review that car, and so did Bruce. And for our uh, whether it was my website or one of the columns I write or our podcast, we uh, unanimously picked it the car of the year because it was just so fantastic and all everything you just said was spot on and exactly how we felt too. So, uh, and I understand you can't get there. It's, they're hard to get. So I'm assuming that that car on your it's a, site, it's will, a little, little higher than the sticker price, a little higher. Yeah. A little higher than the sticker price. Um, a little, my, yeah, it's <laughs> tremendous that the car has been such huge demand. My sons keep telling me that, you know, dad, the, the, the base price of that car is $59,000 and, uh, that's that's true. I think that's true. That the that the base the very base price, if you could buy one from a dealer, would be fifty nine thousand dollars, which yes. is uh, tremendous. But you can't get one for that. No, <laughs> no probably double now. I would assume. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think the yeah. site was asking one thirty to one thirty. Yeah, I, I didn't. I forgot to take a look. But good for you, and I hope you get every penny of it because it's worth it for someone. It's going to be it's going to well, be thanks. great. Yeah. Hey, Bill. Uh, I ha- well, I can't I can't not um, ask. You have twin 17-year-old boys. Um, Bruce isn't a father. I'm not a father. But what are 17-year-old boys like in terms of driving? Uh, you know, I'm asking you, I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. about. I'm sure that they're good boys. But, boy, that would be uh, with what you do and those cars. And I'm sure your sons are interested. Are they okay? Are they driving at safe speeds? Do, you, do they have a bunch of tickets already? What's going on with your twin boys? I can't. Yeah. I had to ask, man. You know, <laughs> yeah, you got to ask. You know, they're uh, they're good boys. Um, they uh, you know know the difference between uh, enjoying a car and uh, you know abusing the car or, or you know breaking the rules. And um, and and so they you know they're car guys. Uh, and, and one, uh, actually both of them, but one in particular and his brother would, would say the same thing has just an encyclopedic knowledge of, 
of cars. And, uh, and in fact, both of them uh, are doing an internship um, with That's a Nice Car. Uh, Great. Where they'll be, uh, you know, working on the site and, and uh, learning even more about cars. So uh, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice family, family business at, uh, for the moment. You know? that, that's great. Uh, we're, we're having a really good time with it. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. We, we chatted once before, uh, maybe twice. I've lost track now, but it's probably a good place to say that we'll, we'll end our podcast here, but we're going to see, we're going to meet, we're going to have lunch and coffee or a beer or something at the LA auto show. Nobody knows what that holds this November, but you said you were going, hopefully Andrew will go and Bruce and I are going, so we'll we'll meet up down there and perhaps even at Monterey Auto Week we'll we'll say hello. That would be even uh, it would be sooner and better, so that would be nice. So uh, hope to see you there. That would be that would be fantastic. Yeah, and why don't you buy that? I'll take you up on that. Yeah, buy that Luso and uh, bring it down. With you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Enter in the show. I'd yeah. like to. Yeah, I'd say I would. Well, we want to thank Bill Mayer uh, from. That's a nice car.com. Take a look at the site. If, if you're, you don't even be, have to be a car enthusiast so much just to take a look at the artwork as we've covered that base a few times. So please visit the site. Please visit my site, theweeklydriver.com. And uh, please comment if you care to on my website and let us know what you think or offer some suggestions. But um, more importantly, Bill, thanks for being our guest and we'll be in touch soon. And, and best of luck with the site, of course. Great meeting you guys. Thanks for having us, and we'll look forward to getting together again soon. You bet. It's a great, it's a great website. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye.